Welcome to the Whitetail Obsession Podcast with Dave Richman and co-host Chris Worthing, where we talk and teach everything deer and turkey hunting related. Follow along as we help teach you tips and techniques about hunting, food plots, and habitat management strategies that everyone can use. Fisherman Chris, Podcast 24. Yeah, we're there. You're fishing. Dude, I'm yanking them out. Yeah. What'd you catch? I've been catching a lot of small moth and a few trout. Mm, but nice. but the trout are starting the water's warming up and the trout are starting to stack up in the mouths of the creeks. Around here we got a lot of those mountain streams that roll into the river because mm-hmm. the river's heating up and the creeks are coming down cold. And gotcha. uh man, they're they're starting to stack up in there. Did you, but did you did you go where me and you went that one time? Uh Remember we had to like park across the street in the parking lot and then walk walk across. In the no, road. I haven't tried that spot yet. No, I haven't tried that one yet. Gotcha. But yeah, it's it's uh they're stacking up and they're starting it's starting to get like fishing in a barrel. But if you are a fly fisherman right now, you are in for a treat. Whew. Cause the bugs are hatching right now and you got like a window of one to two weeks here, man, if you're fly fisherman, get out on the water now. Nowhere around me I can fish because the daggone water is so level. It's so oh, level. I know, man. I've, someone asked me, well, you've been fishing a lot. Have you been going out in a canoe? I said, heck no. I can't, I can't even do my, I bought a daggone canoe and I went a few times like a month ago, but I keep trying to go back down Harper's Ferry, mm-hmm. but the water levels below there's a gauge you can look at on the website right it's below like a foot i mean i can't go because i'll just hit rocks right so if i had i don't have chest waders i just have hip waders Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of spots of the river if i had chest waders i could probably walk the whole way across yeah yeah Yeah, it's pretty low down there right now Mm -hmm. well it's pretty it's dry i mean there there's like uh some kind of fires up in did you hear about the fires? I've heard about it. Yeah, coming coming through New like New York, they're not they're on like lockdown or something. I heard they can't go outside. They're not supposed to go outside. Yeah, we got a we just I just got an air quality alert on my phone. Yeah, it's even, like out we, here, even from where I'm at, mm. and they claim all that I don't know, smoke and debris and everything's coming yeah. our way. And I noticed on the way home from work, I just got off work as we're getting ready it's to like record a, this it's like a haze it's hazy that's I how mean, it is here yeah it looks like it's about to rain or something but there's no rain in the forecast at the moment so yeah it's pretty crazy um so deer deer related uh me and tj went to the farm saturday mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh spent the whole day there check tree stands uh actually had tj mow the clover mm. um showed him around work. yep and then we Worked ended up like a dog i did we ended up posting the rest of the property with trespassing signs. And I never been on the, the left side of the property. Um, but I found a new stand location ah, that nice. I think can be pretty good. We ended up putting a cell cam there and it's pretty, pretty active. So hmm. keep an eye on that. But, uh, before we did all that, the first thing we did was this is another update. We pulled our tissue samples. Hmm. So I got three samples I sent out, uh, Monday. They should have them by, I think, today, actually. So I'd say in the next day or two, I should have my emailed results. I'm anxious to see. Yep. 
so we'll see standard clover by itself and then we'll see the micronutrient sprayed spots and uh we'll see what the difference is head to head battle yep but, versus versus the 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 uh non and mm -hmm. nothing nothing mm -hmm. you didn't do anything to that other one right yeah i mean yeah and i and i'll explain like soil samples too like where the soil sample where their soil is at ph wise mm -hmm. and then other people can do this as well um because it's going to vary so much because the soil quality is different anywhere you go if you're lacking one you know nutrient in the soil it's, it's going to throw a lot of it off so it's going to vary but it'll give us a good baseline i guess yeah for what we're doing um but with that mowing that clover man it is dry oh yeah so yeah. dry. i'm afraid to do it here you haven't mowed yet have you no i would no. not not mow. no and i'm really not even seeing that much drying or browning out or anything from the imox that i sprayed really yeah hmm. and it's yeah. been two weeks been two weeks and i'm not really seeing any if anything, now everything's flowered up. My clover is, even here at the camp, remember we were talking two weeks ago, you said mm -hmm. yours weren't flowered out at all. Was it flowered yep. out when you mowed? Oh, 100%. Yeah, mine's behind camp here, that feed plot I got. It's it's all flowered up now. It looked like across the road. Mm -hmm. Well, it you can see on. spots. You can see spots where the deer, you know, were eating it. Right. Um, but majority of it, you know, that wasn't eaten, it was all, it was all flowered up. Uh, right now, there's so many honeybees and bumblebees over there. When I walk over there, you just hear mm -hmm. you just that's a how, constant hum. Yep, that's how know? it was there. It was it was dark green, uh, but I mean it's it was dry. Yeah. Um, I did see. I had to mow it. I didn't want to, but it's. I got other stuff to do over the next few weeks. But I did mm -hmm. see there's some rain coming Sunday. Um. And then, like all next week, it's like scattered showers throughout the day. Chances, yeah, yeah. So it should well, rebound a little bit. This this weekend, I had that uh, YouTube rendezvous in Clarion, Pennsylvania, where a bunch of different YouTube creators got together, and I think we had uh, uh, don't quote me, but I think there was eighteen different channels there represented, something like that, mm -hmm. and. Uh, the folks put it on and they have an area there with a pond and we had a fishing challenge. They had a brisket challenge. Two guys cooked brisket and it was judged. And then they had a fire starting challenge with the old magnesium rod and the steel. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was a couple, couple activities to do. Um, lots of, lots of good food to eat. Did you eat brisket? Much, I did. And it was excellent. Their food. Brisket. The yeah, two guys that cooked it, they did a good job. They did a really good job. I love brisket. Um, a guy brought alligator tail and mm. and and breaded it and deep fried it. It was good, but man, it was some of it was like chewing a rubber tire. You know, was it like was it like the processed stuff you can buy, or was it from a legit? I, I think he said when he went to Florida to see another. This guy travels around and and uh, they camp a lot, mm. and that's part of his channel. And he went to see somebody in Florida, which uh, the guy harvested a couple of gators and gave him a okay. chunk, gave him a chunk of tail. And I think they, I think they had it uh, 
uh, vacuum sealed in like three pound packs or something like that. Gotcha. You know? So I've had it both ways. I've had like fresh and then mm -hmm. I had the process package stuff and the process package stuff did not agree very well yeah. with me. But nah. the fresh stuff, I was good. It didn't affect me, but yeah, there was like some really bad spots in it. Almost like you get a steak or something with a with like a mm -hmm. a section of gristle through it or something. Like there was a couple spots where I was like, "Oh crap, that this can't be that tough, or nobody would eat it." You know, mm -hmm. so I I spit that in the can and got a couple other pieces, and I was like, "Yeah, okay, that's better." But it has the consistency of really firm lobster. Yeah. You know, yep. The stuff's real firm. It is. And then, of course, I had the much anticipated. They they asked me to bring sloppy bear. joes made out of bear again. You can have and it. That's always a hit. Always. I a won't hit. eat it. I won't eat it. You would eat mine. It just tastes like venison. That Ugh. bear is so young, you can't even. You would never know it. If I told you it was venison, you'd be like, oh, "Okay, that's good." You need to come to my farm and kill a bear. I would like to. I, I keep getting like, pictures of it. I want to kill some bears. I love killing bears. It's so pretty it's big. Just, I mean, I don't, I don't know much about bears, but it seems a, like it's pretty. I guess I'm leaning the wrong way. There's a yeah. big boy right there, man. Mm -hmm. That's the one that made Pope and Young. Nice. How much away? It was it was just barely over 300 pounds, but the skull on it's 19 and an eighth. It's officially scored and in the record books of Pope and Young. That bear tear you up. It would have. <laughs> throw you around like a rag though those things a hundred pounder would throw a person around oh yeah easy they're just they've got strength like you cannot believe mm -hmm. i've seen um, guys that that would screw a barrel of bait to a tree and they just rip the lag bolts right up yep you know what's you know, you know what sunday is this sunday coming yeah it's a special day i don't know it's my birthday oh what are, you, what are you buying me? Oh, so there's only four more shopping days left for Dave. And by the time this comes out, it'll be his birthday. Yeah. And he's officially so old. The podcast is going 39 to be 39 or released. 40. I'll be 39. 39. And the podcast will be released on my birthday. Yes, it will. And guess that's where I'll be? That's my birthday present to you. Okay, that's fine. That, that's what I got you. Guess where I'll be? <laughs> You'll be on a beach smoking a cigar or drinking beer. No, I will right. be in... The mountains of Flintstone, Maryland. Flintstone? I didn't know there was a Flintstone, Maryland. Flintstone, Maryland. I'll be in the mountains camping all weekend. Nice. Yeah. So. Um, yep. And then. Uh, no, you, ain't, you ain't going solo. Huh? You ain't going solo. Who are you taking? I can't tell you. It's a secret. You're scared. I ain't scared. You, would never, you, you don't go nowhere by yourself. You're scared. I go everywhere by myself. Um, But it's a secret. So, but anyway, we're going there, and uh, there are always bears there, mm. and you got to, like, you know, you got to hide your food and stuff, either that or hang it, because um, there is bears, but it's a really cool area because it's uh, it's primitive, like, camping. So, there's no electric, there's no water, mm. there's no nothing. So, you have to bring um, everything with you, and uh, each campsite is, like, a mile apart. So, like, when you're there, you you don't hear nobody. You don't see nobody. You're going to be sitting around a fire in your underwear. Yes, I am. And then uh, <laughs> I'll be fishing. They have some ponds there. Nice. Uh, and all that. So, it is. Let me ask, right. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, let me ask you this now. 
uh, Dave last weekend went through a uh, concealed carry pistol course. Yes, I did. Now, did they issue your permit right then in the spot, or are you waiting on that, or what? Are you going to be able to take your pistol on your on your hunting or your camping trip this weekend? No, because it's a it's a state park, so I can't take it with me. Oh, it's a state park. Okay. Um, had it not been, do you have? Yeah, did they issue no. the permit on on the on the spot? Nope. So, no. so the way it works, do you? Yeah. So the way it works is, uh, gotcha. I I pass the course, mm-hmm. and then you have to wait. We have to once you get the course done, you have to get fingerprinted. Okay. Luckily, the gun uh, range that I went to, me and TJ got our finger. They did the fingerprints there. Okay. Did then the same day, but we were told we had to wait exactly a week All right. before we actually apply for the carry permit. All right. So a week was technically Sunday, so we waited mm-hmm. till Monday. So me and TJ filled everything out online on Monday, mm-hmm. and we had to pay seventy another seventy five dollars. Hmm. Um, but it's officially like applied for. So now mm-hmm. we have to wait probably like 30 days before we actually get the uh, permit. Okay. So, so when I go to, for a permit in PA, when, when mine's ready to expire, uh, I think they send me a postcard in the mail. Anyhow, I think they still do. I could be wrong, but I'll go to the courthouse. I'll tell them I'm here for that. And I fill out the paperwork. I believe PAs is only, if I can remember correctly, it's twenty-five or thirty-five dollars. Mm-hmm. Can't remember, because I and ours is good for like five years at a time. And you go in and you get your fo- you get your photo taken, just like your driver's license. Are they going to yeah. take your photo? So when you apply for the actual permit, you have to send in like a passport photo. Okay. So we, I sent that in, um, and then. Actually- one- sit us down and take our photo here yeah we just do it with your there's like an app you can download to take like a passport photo um now once we get the maryland permit in the mail then i can apply for the non-resident pa once i get that i'm good to carry i think in 24 states there you go so reciprocity laws yeah i'll be packing in pa in a packing in pa yeah they'll say pack in your own state Pack your own state, Dave. Yeah. Pistol your own state. Pistol whip you. Next time yeah. I see you, I'm going to pistol whip you. Yeah, you try. Um, if it's within the 30 days, you won't have yours yet. I can pistol whip you. 21 feet. 21 feet? 21 feet is is my safety zone. So is if that you're with, it, that's what we were taught. If you're within 21 feet, you're in my personal space and I'm going to. Did they go over any of the eminent domain stuff or uh, or castle doctrine or any of that where you can where you can uh, like you can have the gun on you and like if you're in your car you can defend yourself out of your car. Yeah, oh yeah, you know, that, they that went over all that. Thing, yeah, you know, you know yeah, what I'm saying. Can, yeah, we can actually. A lot of people didn't. I didn't know it either, but we can we can carry concealed and then not concealed, open carry. Open carry. Yeah, but. They don't recommend it because mm-hmm. you walk into a Walmart open carry, uh, you're going to have about 19 phone calls to the police station. Right. Because it it's just, just it, that, that just, yeah, that just, uh, attracts attention basically. Unwanted attention. Yep. Yeah. You don't need, you know, nobody needs that. No. Um, 
but I did get a couple different uh, clips or carrying, you know, holsters. And then uh, we're going to order a, uh, we ordered a, um, a Glock uh, 43. So, so that's um, a compact nine. It's very small. Uh, I was on sale. It's 450 bucks. Mm. Um, so we, it's really small. So in they have Maryland, in Maryland, you can only have 10 in the magazine or nine. 10 total okay so you could have one in the chamber and then nine in the clip gotcha yep that's how maryland's pretty strict with it so i wonder what that would cost you if you got caught with a extra shell or two in there <laughs> I'll probably take it away from you but Maybe. it's only good it's only good for a year their permit really then you got to yeah, go back and take fine. the class over again no but you don't you got to go back but it's only a one-day class then once you take it that after one year it's good for three years. Wow. That is stringent. Yeah. And then in October. You didn't have classes. You just applied. I know. And then this is new. Like you couldn't do this before. This is all new to Maryland. Like in order to get it before you had to have a reason, like you dealt with money, business owner, right. whatever. Um, this is all new, but October 1st, the price of the class doubles. Oh, and then, wow. and they're trying to make it into a five day class. Mm. instead of a two-day class because they know everybody's going to start applying well and they'll they know, get it they know if they take if they change it to a five-day class nobody's going to apply who can sit mm. through a five-day class and not you know not work for five days so see i i figured the opposite i figured there's going to be people jumping all over it trying to get it because it's finally open well i'm sure there is but you know yeah, what's going to happen when they do a, a five-day class? Yeah, five days. Who could do that? Jeez. You have to take a vacation to take a pistol class. That's dumb. Yeah, I know. And it's already 350 bucks, so they're going to make it like 700 bucks in order to take the class. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I think it'll drop off then. <laughs> yeah, it, sure. it's, it's just it's just Maryland. So. Yeah, crazy. Um, but yeah, so not much, not much deer stuff going on right now. I mean... I'm I'm pretty much set. I got all my stands hung. Food plots did you plant are... any Egyptian wheat or uh, any incognito or anything? I did not because it, I didn't either it's because just, it's so dry. Yeah, there's no moisture. Yep, so. I can plant that anytime. So yep, yep, and I'm in no hurry because I mean, it 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 would always mature before season was there, and then you know it would get brown, and that causes it to get brittle. And at that point, if you had a hard rain or a snow or a, a wind event, it's, you're more apt to, that it would snap and fall over anyhow. So yeah. I kind of want it. I kind of want it to be green and growing during the season. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, the still later, plenty of time. yeah, there's still plenty of time. So the later you get it in, you know, you're not, you're not doing a bad thing. Nope. Not at all. But I got, I maybe have one stand to hang in that new, I found a new spot there where I was telling, mentioned. Mm -hmm. I gotta hang, maybe hang one stand there. Um, I've got to get then, some cameras. Out. I don't have. I have zero cameras out right now. Me and TJ put more cameras out, so all my cameras are out. I'm seeing velvet bucks. Um, I saw in my first fawn like a week ago mm -hmm. on camera. Um, and then base now we just basically sit back and wait till sometime in August and plant fall food plots mm -hmm. and let it let it let it simmer. Not to change the subject, but I had 10 doe in the backyard last night when I came in from fishing. Meeting clover? In in that clover plot. 
There's 10 of them. That's Comeback Kid, right? That is Comeback Kid. From Domain? Uh, yep. I had Hot Chick that I put in there last year in the fall with the blend that I planted and then uh, frost seeded with the Comeback. And it is, it's just amazing. How remember, you remember that client you went with me like four years ago, Casey? Yes. He messaged me yesterday. Um, I haven't heard from him in a while, but he messaged me yesterday. Two pictures of Sugar Mama, and I think Comeback Kid from at Tractor Supply. Mm-hmm. And he ended up buying it. Okay. Yeah, he was, he was asking if it was the same stuff that we talk about. Yeah, right. So, yeah. but yeah, he said they're all up in uh track supply up where he's at where, where was yeah. that i don't remember where was that that was he's... that where was that towards blairsville so it's I'm... not too far from where you're at oh wow is that was it over there yeah it was it's okay. down that way yeah right yeah because he was like not too far from Irwin and greensburg and Blairsville and all that's on Route 22 and 286 there, how they, I don't know. He, yeah, he was out that way. <coughs> Excuse me, so. Yeah, you wouldn't be real far from him, really. Okay, yeah, I have to see where he's at, but um, on the way home, TJ was adamant. This is, this is, I'm getting to it, the story, but TJ was adamant about finding a, um, a hunting store out mm-hmm. that way while we were there. So he searched on his phone on the way home. He found this hunting shop, right? Okay. And as many times as I've been there to the new to the new farm, I've never really thought about it. You know, where's the hunting store at? Mm-hmm. So it's like a 15 minute drive, and it was on on the way home. It looked like the looked like a house, basically. We okay. went in there. This place was packed to the gill. It had fishing, hunting, guns, a full blown archery shop. They wow. sold top end, all your top end bows and everything. So we ended up buying ammo, uh, nine millimeter ammo, because it was it was dirt cheap. They had it. It was uh, it was target rounds, but it was it was uh, eighteen bucks for fifty rounds. So soon as we leave, and we were talking to the guy, we we talked to him about fishing and hunting and everything, mm-hmm. and we then we ended up talking about uh, sad daddy hunting blinds. Yeah, because he's heard of them. You know, you oh, know, said okay. that hunting blinds. Yeah. Not five minutes after I leave the store, Joey Bruce calls me. Get up. I haven't, talked, that? I haven't talked to Joey in over a year. Yeah. How weird is that? And we ended up talking for about an hour on the way home. Um, and he's got another blind for me whenever I want it. <laughs> you just have to drive down there and get it. Yeah. So, <laughs> and then he's going to, um, he's going to set, he wants to set me up to be, a, uh, um, uh like a distributor like uh not a distributor but a um he wants me to work for him to sell sad daddy hunting blinds oh so he's sending me a bunch of stuff brochures and stuff and uh yeah. and and try to get it into sh- some shops and and stuff like that so he um, look he ain't looking to deliver them though is he <laughs> yeah he delivers them will he deliver them up this way though i mean yeah but the 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 store if he gets them into a store they have to ha they have to buy a uh, minimum of eight blinds. Right, they have to buy so many, and then he could yeah. probably he could probably drop ship them then. Yeah. So yeah. if there's eight blinds, he will personally deliver them. So to any any hunting store. So he's looking for distributors up this wow. way. He wants to branch out to the because he's all the way down south. Yeah. So he was trying to get up to the northeast and and kind of uh, Midwest and um, 
and all that. So I'm going to work with him with that. There you go. Um, jumping into some, I got a couple questions here. The one, I, I don't want to say it's funny, but because there's no dumb question or nothing like that, but somebody's asking, and this goes back to being basics, just, just basics of hunting. He says, what do deer eat when there is no more green stuff left? I'm convinced, I'm convinced planting food plots is the only way deer survive. <laughs> that is almost funny, but it's probably a guy that needed to listen to last week's podcast about yeah. being a starter. So what do you want to, what do you want to tell Rob? I'll tell Rob that Rob, they never needed our food plots. Our food plot is just a tool in the toolbox. Mm-hmm. You know, the staple of a deer's diet is obviously what's out there. It's it's any browse that they can get their lips around. Yeah. So what, what are they eating, though, when there's no green? Well, a, a forb, a forb is technically a weed. So, like, if you go out into a, into a field that just looks like weeds, you know, not only do they like, uh, you know, like goldenrod and um, what's that other one I said? Last week came up when I did my food plot. When I heard that, when I did my screening, I can't remember. Uh, oh, they love it too, and everybody just wants to get rid of it all the time. Talking about like but, pigweed? No. Uh, oh, I know they they eat the crap out of that. I can't. I don't know why. I can't. Ragweed. Oh, it's ragweed. ragweed. Yeah. They'll they'll eat golden raw ragweed. Um, any leftover clover, Timothy, and, and those little forbs. Um, and in the winter, they'll transition over to harder stuff like twigs and buds off of trees. And right now, everything is green. They love like picking leaves off of oaks and, sh- and sugar maples and things. Mm-hmm. And they just eat the snot out of them green leaves. Now, when they go brown, like I said, naturally, they they go to other things like twigs. And, and you're... You know, your favored uh, landscaped uh, gardens or whatever you have, they'll get in your garden. They'll eat your grass out of your yard. Um, you know, your, your favorite things like ho- they love hostas. If you plant hostas or flowers, they love tulips. They, yeah. eat, they eat them at my parents' yard. Oh, they hostas. just they just love that stuff. You know, I actually saw a guy on one of those Facebook forums asking, you know, what do you guys think if I plant a bunch of hostas for the deer? I said, well, if you got that much money and you want to spend, they'll uh, eat them. They'll eat them. They will definitely come in and eat them. That would take a lot to build a food plot out of hostas. But how funny would that be hunting over like a sixteenth of an acre of hostas? <laughs> I mean, it would work. They yeah. would be there every night. I'm sure. You That'd know, be pretty funny. But yeah, they they will. Rob, was it Rob? They will they will eat. You know, whatever ain't nailed down all spring and summer. And then, like you said, they'll, I mean, they will eat the grasses. They will. Yeah. So my answer to him would be, again, like you just said, you know, food plots are supplemental. You know, food plots are relatively new, 20, 25 years old. Before that, uh, we didn't have food plots. You know, we don't, we don't need to plant stuff to, for deer to survive. Um, nope. it, it helps them for sure. But. It, we don't they don't need us to to plant stuff for them they got plenty of food to eat and then um now there are some areas where they're condensed down and you know there's 
they're limited but again it's they know what to do to survive and yep, god create like, them that way they they'll do their own thing yep and then well like you said when the when elite when the green's gone they just transition to a woody a woody stem diet you know yeah. treat you know hardwoods uh green briar everything yep. yep acorns you know if you got they'll eat the acorns um yep and you know and they'll transition to you know that time of year you got apples and pears and all that stuff falling so it's just they know what to do yeah for sure yep. you know they'll whatever is available it's they'll go for it opportunists whatever's whatever's dropping fruit oaks so the other question here mm-hmm. uh, let's see it's kind of a Kind of a long one. Okay. It's from Jonathan. He said, uh, I've been watching a lot of your videos, and at my deer stand, I'm wanting to put a clover food plot. I have a 200-yard lane in front of my stand, and there is about an acre in front of my stand where the summer loggers had it set up to load logs on trucks so it's nice and clear. But half of it is just red dirt, and the other half is covered in, like, old bark and small pieces of wood about a foot deep. Wow. Um, <laughs> could I spread seed on the old wood and possibly get it to grow, or I need to get a tractor out there and push most of it out the way, but I don't have access to a tractor without paying someone? I'm doing it all by hand. Any suggestions? Wow. Want me to go first? You can. Huh? So that's Jonathan, a tough one. <laughs> yeah. So Jonathan, uh, if it's that thick of wood, you know, pieces, I'm afraid that you're going to have to uh, get them out of there. Um, it's going to take years for for that, you know, wood and stuff to decompose and all that and turn real soft. Um, that you can, you know rake it drag it whatever but i'm afraid you're gonna have to rent a tractor for it won't take long but rent a tractor and get a lot of that you know debris out of there to so you can actually get down to soil um that i mean that's really the only way to do it right unfortunately yeah um boy i don't know that i could even add anything to that except that your seed needs dirt yeah. You you might something might sprout in some of that bark mulch or whatever you've got going on there, but it's not ideal. It's no. not ideal. You, you're not you're not reaching down and getting good nutrients out of it. And Mm-mm. I would I would also question him if if there was he's saying it's clear, but when you look up, is it clear? Does he have any sunlight? You know, yeah. to yeah. add to all of that. But yeah, I, I'm. I'm with you. I'm, I'm thinking, you know, a backhoe or something for a day might yeah. do them some good. I mean, you know, skid steer, backhoe, something. Yeah, I mean, they're relatively cheap. I mean, me and you, well, I rented it, but you were there. Um, it was like, it was all day. It was like 275 delivered. Yeah. You know, just for a standard tractor with a bucket on it. I mean, you can get a skid steer, probably be, be way faster. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But even then, I mean, how much? It was like what two fifty for the day. I think that was two fifty. Also, yeah. Obviously, probably charges. Uh, I was gonna say he probably charges more nowadays, but yeah, but it's gonna, I guess, be pendant. You know what state you're in and stuff like that, but yeah, but you ain't um, doing that by hand. No, you're gonna be out there for days, weeks. Mm-hmm. Trying, there's no way you better do it. So you got to save up, run yeah. a run a skid steer, run a tractor, get in there, and yeah, it's gonna be your only bet. Get a couple extra hours of overtime, and you'll have it. You know, what else you got? What else you got? That's all the questions today. What? So, yeah, my question questions. is to you: Are you gonna? fish or what so, uh not this week i'm going camping this weekend and then once i get through that and my birthday hopefully we're, there's some rain coming the end of this the end of the weekend and into the next week hopefully the water level rises mm. then i will be canoeing and fishing mm. i'm telling you this summer i'm i'm still doing deer stuff all the time you know whether it's emails or talking to clients that i've been to or whatever it is i'm still there right you know i'm just enjoying my summer yeah me it, too, it's so the far. first time dude this is the first time i went camping like this in 12 years i haven't been yeah i haven't real uh, i mean like real camping yeah we, we've owned a camp ever since i was 11 you yeah. know we've owned a camp so we never went camping like we went camping as kids, you know, mom and dad used to take us when mm-hmm. we were children, literal children. Um, but mom and dad, like I said, they bought the camp when I was 11. So there was no need to go camping. Right. But I lived the outdoor lifestyle where, you know, the fire, the outhouse, canoeing, you know, fishing and hunting and things. Yeah. I'm uh, just, I'm enjoying my life right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a good time. I, I wasn't having a good time in turkey season, per se. You're frustrated. But I was very frustrated. They they worked me over, those hens did, and I couldn't fool them. But uh, I, I hunted every night for turkey, except for like the last two or three days. I gave mm-hmm. up. I literally gave up. They were they were pressured so much on the public land that they would yeah. not they weren't even gobbling on the roost anymore to, to even let you know they were there you know mm-hmm. they, they weren't doing it so yeah I gave up on that but now I'm transitioned over to fishing and it's ridiculous yeah I'm that's, having so much fun you know? um that's where I'm at right now fishing and canoeing and uh, whatever whatever else this summer brings so I might get crazy and buy a fly rod. I never, I never, I never, I never did it either, but man, the, the hatch that's coming off right now, like I might not buy it this year and use it this year, but Mm -hmm. thinking about getting one and then just like practicing in the yard or, or go down at the state park down there. I took you down there, didn't I? And showed you that swimming area. Mm -hmm. There's lots of room around it. So you'd be able to do your roll cast and that that type of thing. And I might, I might teach myself how to do that. Because, like, right now, it is so hard to get them to bite anything. You know, like, in, in a in a, in a a body of water situation, I mean. Like, when I go down the river and I'm hopping from rock to rock fishing structure, yeah, the, the bass are killing it. But uh, as far as trout, right now, they're, they're just hammering the, the uh, whatever's hatching right now. I can't even remember what they're called. But 
like they would follow my lures right into the bank but they weren't biting it mm -hmm. and there was a there was a young boy down there that was uh, that had a fly rod and he he wasn't landing too many of them but like he was hooking them and getting them halfway in they got off you know but but he was he was getting them man he yeah he was getting them that um be fun yeah so that's that's where i'm at right now i did get my cameras out on public land so yeah i i'm thinking like what is it to tomorrow or friday it's supposed to be really chilly uh yeah i think so yeah friday friday night because where I'm going these, camping at is going down to 45. Yeah, one of these nights is supposed to be chilly. So I'm thinking about loading new batteries in all my cameras and going out and setting some. It's a good so, time. Yep. Let them, yep. Let them simmer. I'm, well, I'm seeing lots of velvet bucks. Not only that, but uh, I'm still within range of possibly catching some bears. Mm. Uh, right now is the bear rut. Yes, it is. May into June. Mm-hmm. And uh, I might be able to catch a few bears on camera. When I went bear hunting uh, in Canada, they told mm -hmm. us to come the the end of their season the last week. Mm -hmm. It was like the second week of June because they said later toward the end of the rut, the bigger bears come out. They're coming out and they're searching so, for them females. Yeah, so they're in rut for sure. Yep, yep. So that, All that's right, what's coming up. Yeah, all right, Fisherman Chris. Uh, happy birthday <laughs> to myself. Good luck fishing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, appreciate everybody watching. And this week there was a lot of comments actually that came in on the Apple iTunes Good. app or podcast app. Good. So keep them coming. Um, that's exciting. And I uh, did not have a phenomenal amount of views. But mm -hmm. I, had, I had some comments. You know, some good comments and things. Yeah. So. The the audio. On all the all the po platforms. Uh, podcast platforms, are it's it's doing pretty good. It's taken so, off. Yeah, so that's exciting. Um, so yeah, episode twenty four video version on uh, Fisherman Chris's channel, <laughs> and uh, we'll see you guys here next week. Fish Slayer. Yeah, hopefully next week too, guys. I'll, I'll have the plant tissue analysis. So oh, hopefully that's my plan to have that podcast dedicated to that. Good deal. All right. See you guys next week. Later. Bye.